Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Now, I'm here in the studio at the South African Astronomical Observatory with Dr. Chris Pearson, and he's from the UK, from the Science and Technology, oh, Funding Council, is that right? Facilities Council. Sorry, the Facilities Council. And um, he's talking to us about black holes. Uh, so last week we talked generally about black holes. This time I want to talk about the event horizon. The spooky thing that we, we see in science fiction, what the heck is the event horizon? Okay, so the event horizon is really what black holes are all about. If we, can, if we imagine a black hole in space, and uh, a black hole would be somewhere where the gravity is extremely strong, we would have to shrink our sun down to a size of three kilometres to make it into a black hole. So you, you can imagine something the size of a couple of, of streets even, but the mass of the sun inside it. And that, that's the sort of dense thing that is a black hole. As you get closer and closer to a black hole, gravity gets stronger and stronger. And we find it more and more difficult to pull ourselves out of the gravitational pull of a black hole. It's a little bit like um, uh, if, if you imagine swimming in, in a river and you're getting close to the waterfall at the end. Far away, the river's flowing quite slowly and we can quite easily swim away or change direction. As you get closer to the big waterfall, that current increases and we find it more and more difficult to swim away. We get to a point where we're right on the edge of the waterfall and no matter how strong a swimmer we are, we will be sucked over the edge of the waterfall. And that's very much how a black hole works. Uh, you can imagine the flow of the water, like the gravity. Now, the fastest you can travel um, in, in space or, or in life is the speed of light, the speed of a light particle. And it's something like 300 million meters per second. There comes a point then that as you get close to the black hole, that not even these light particles can possibly escape from the black hole. And that boundary in space where it becomes impossible to pull away because the, the velocity you need to pull away is the speed of light, we call the event horizon. And it, it really is the point of no return. Once you cross the event horizon, you cross inside the black hole and you're gone forever. Right, but if all of your molecules in your body are being kind of stretched into this black hole at the same time, then might you not even know this is happening? Or is it just the fact that your atoms just get ripped to smithereens? So you, you, the tidal forces are in the black hole. You probably find your feet stretching a little bit closer to the, uh, a little bit further away from the black hole than the event horizon. But indeed, when, we, when, when people in physics talk about the black hole, they talk about quite idealised situations. In, in reality, yes, your feet would be stretched as you get closer to the black hole. You'd be called what we call spaghettified um, as, as, your, as your body stretches um, to immense proportions. Um, you would still pass through the event horizon. You wouldn't see your feet pass through until your eyes pass through. This is a one of the strange things about black holes because, because light kind of gets stuck on this event horizon. And indeed, for observers far away, so for example, an observer on the Earth watching someone else falling into a black hole, the observer on the Earth wouldn't actually ever see that person cross the event horizon. They'd be stuck on it because their light particles uh, cannot escape. They're stuck on the edge of the black hole. The person actually falling into the black hole, however, would actually see themselves fall through the event horizon and inside the black hole. So it's one of these paradoxes that um, pop out of Einstein's theory of um, gravitation. And once you're inside the black hole, what happens? Well, that very much depends on the kind of black hole you fall into. <laughs> um, we, we think uh, that the classical model of a black hole is, is at, the, at the middle of a black hole we call a singularity. And a singularity is a crushing point where, where time stops, it's the end of time, the volume is zero, the density is infinite, the pressure is infinite, so you'd be squashed. 
once you pass the event horizon of a of a classical black hole, um, in fact, to be specific, a black hole that doesn't rotate, you would inexplicably in, in be pulled towards that event horizon. Um, you wouldn't see it coming, but your fate is sealed. It's, it's the end of time for you. You have time to travel to that event horizon, but there's no escape from it. Right, so you've gone inside the black hole, you've gone through the event horizon, and then it, it's curtains, you're just obliterated. So again, it depends on the black hole, and on this classical non-rotating black hole, you're obliterated in the singularity. Now, things change when you talk about black holes that spin. Right? Now, a black hole that spins, the event horizon in the middle of a black hole that spins is not actually a point, it's actually like a donut. So it depends how you enter that black hole that you hit the donut or you can pass through the donut. So you, in, inside one of these rotating black holes, you don't necessarily have to end up being squashed in the singularity. However, you would have to spend the rest of your life inside that black hole as well. So it's, it's, a, it's an equivalent fate in, in that respect. Right. OK, so the message here, folks, don't go too near a black hole. Uh, thank you very much, Chris Pearson, for talking to us about the event horizon and black holes. And we're going to hear from you again next week about the mysterious dark energy. <laughs> Cheers, Chris. Thank you very much. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies.